Be a gardener, dig a ditch, toil and sweat and turn the earth upside down and seek the deepness and water the plants in time. Continue this labor and make sweet floods to run and noble and abundant fruits to spring. Take this food and drink and carry it to God as your true worship. From the English mystic Julian of Norwich, 1342-1416. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Amanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. Amanajo is an Algonquian word which means small misty mountain, referring to Blue Hill Mountain, or your mountain. And this is the Almanac for June 8th to 15th, 2012, the last quarter of the Strawberry Moon. Here are some natural events for this quarter moon. Our town is modestly celebrating its 250th anniversary this year. I say modestly because we know we can't take the credit for all that history, but we are surpassingly grateful for it. Around the world, small towns, small churches, small schools are caretakers of a rich heirloom seed bank of viable human values which have been tested for thousands of years long before the first city appeared. We are keeping alive some very old, very vigorous strains of community life that will one day be desperately needed to inoculate and heal the diseases of venality, violence, materialism, and meaninglessness which have infected the human race and are making it mortally ill. These heirloom seeds of community life are beginning to find their way into postmodern awareness with an ironic twist, showing just how radical conservatism can be. The ancient tribal council, which evolved into the church and town meeting, lo and behold, is now touted as an innovative form of participatory democracy. The ageless value of thrift, with its motto, waste not, want not, is updated into the 21st century as economy of scale. The old aphorism of our great-grandparents, use it up, wear it out, make it do or do without, is now put forth as a trendy, voluntary simplicity. The tribal hunting ground or pasture, which evolved into the village common, is now presented as a green zone or a land trust. Ancestral places of worship are now called voluntary spiritual communities and faith-based organizations. Old-fashioned natural home remedies are resurrected as alternative medicine. The volunteer fire department is now raised up under the rubric of volunteerism. And the perennial potluck public supper to which everyone brings what they can and eats all they want with the leftovers sent home with someone who needs them is now hailed as cooperative local economy. The old practice of getting your eggs, milk, meat, and vegetables from your garden and from your neighbors is now touted as community-based agriculture. 
And yet small towns and villages have been doing these things forever. It's very old, very good, and very simple, really. Here's a rank opinion. All of this could be dismissed as nostalgia for a forgotten past, except for one undeniable fact. There are hundreds of thousands of small towns and villages worldwide still holding to, fighting for, and thriving with their ancient conservative radical values, still striving to provide a good life for their children and elders, still leaving their houses unlocked, still in touch with their neighbors, carrying on through the ages, through war and peace, through the rise and fall of great cities and empires, through drought, famine, fire, flood, panic, boom, and bust. After the family, the village is the oldest human institution on earth. And today, there are thousands of disenchanted urban and suburbanites flocking to these shrines of ancient wisdom for the well-being of themselves and their children. Many have found and will find a calling to labor daily in local agriculture, churches, schools, and town government in these small nurseries of human well-being, our truest insurance into the future. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from the English author Joyce Dennis, 1893-1991. Living in a small town is like living in a large family of rather uncongenial relations. Sometimes it's fun, and sometimes it's perfectly awful. But it's always good for you. People in large towns are like only children. And from Wendell Berry, it is not from ourselves that we learn to be better than we are. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>